Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is what's involved with winter building. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It's super easy. Wherever you listen, just search for Home Building Hero. That's three words. And hit the subscribe button. It's that simple. And you'll get notified every time we have a new episode. So we're going to talk a little bit about winter building and some of the things that are involved with it. It's not scary. It's not something that is horribly difficult. And it certainly is something that is not going to ruin the quality of your home or your build. In fact, um, many uh, companies build throughout the year, and it's just something that um, you need to do, especially if you're in the uh, upper Midwest of the country here. Uh, we're going to deal with cold weather, and we're used to it, and there are techniques that are used to ensure a good build. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we uh, do on a build in the winter to make it a better build. So first and foremost, you know, when we're building in the winter, one thing you have to understand is it's going to take just a little bit longer. And there's a couple of reasons why. It's going to take longer because, you know, you have shorter days. The sun comes up later and goes down earlier. So you're naturally going to have a shorter work day just because the amount of natural light that you have. And obviously that is a challenge for people. But uh, the other thing that happens with uh, winter builds is that you are going to have some days that are just not uh, building days. They're not considered a working day. So, for example, you know, you get a lot of snow. If it's snowing throughout the day, you're probably not going to be working if it's on the exterior of the home. You won't be doing grading. You won't be doing framing or masonry work or anything like that. So that's out. Um, if you have uh, very cold days as well, Sometimes you can have guys work for a couple hours, but generally you have to have a shortened work day, maybe only a half day or even you know a, a partial day. Guys have to go back and, and warm up for a little bit, and you don't want your workers getting sick either. So you will have a shorter working day in the winter, so a winter build does take a little bit longer. But there are some things you know fundamentally that are done different in the winter when you build a home. The first thing is when we first dig a basement, and you have like two stages of winter builds too, by the way. So you're going to have like your 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 early winter, your, your moderate winter, and then you're going to have more of your heavy winter type build. So in the more moderate winter situation, what's going to happen is, um, you know, you're going to dig your basement and you have to make sure that you can put your footings in right away. But then what's going to happen is, this is where it changes, you're going to put your footings in and then you're going to bring in a whole bunch of covering hay because you don't want that concrete to freeze you want it to cure naturally. So that is where you want to you know, cover that up and let, let it stay warm. And uh, the other thing that they will do a lot of times, depending on the temperature, if it's at freezing or going to be below freezing, they're going to put an additive into the concrete. And this additive, what it does is it, it helps you know, kind of create some heat. And so as it's drying and curing, it will produce heat as a byproduct and it'll keep that concrete a little bit warmer so that it won't freeze. So that's one of the first things you're gonna do is put an additive in, you're gonna put covering hay over those footings to make sure that they don't freeze up on you. 
Once those have cured, then you would pour your wall. And again, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to put an additive into the concrete, the same thing that they would put in the footings, and that is going to help keep that concrete uh, a little bit warmer. It's going to keep it um, so that it's got a slow cure to it. And honestly, you get probably the best concrete in the winter because things get harder, slower, and, and when that happens, they actually get harder than if it cures really fast and you get less cracking and things like that. So you actually get a better foundation in the winter and that's that's kind of a cool thing because of how you do that. The other difference that you're gonna see is once you pour that basement, they're going to wrap that concrete with blankets and those blankets again help keep that from freezing and keeps that heat in, especially with that chemical reaction that's happening with the concrete that's gonna also generate a little bit of heat. It's gonna keep it warm. It's gonna be a longer, slower cure but you're going to get a very solid basement out of it. And then from there, we would backfill. And sometimes this is challenging. If you have a lot of frost in the ground, you're not going to get the best backfill at that time. So you might see more settling than normal, but that's not a big deal. But sometimes that happens. And then from there, you would proceed with your construction. Now, there won't be a whole lot different immediately. You would frame a house just like you would any other. Might take a little longer again because of the weather. But then after that, we do start to do a few things different again, nothing major, but um, if the weather is um, not real cold and it's staying above freezing, you could try and pour your concrete slab for your garage and your stoops. But if it's already past that point, if it's too cold, you're gonna wait till spring to do that. You don't normally wanna put any kind of above grade concrete in because the ground is likely to freeze at some point and heave and um, that can really rock the concrete. So you're gonna wait on that unless you have a couple warm days, something over you know, 35 degrees or so where there's no risk of it freezing. You probably even wanna be warmer than that, probably in the 40s, uh, consistently maybe in the 50s before you pour concrete uh, above grade. So that may or may not happen. It just depends on the, the weather. So those are one of those things that we monitor. But then from there, once the house is framed up, the other thing we're going to do is put on what's called a winter door. And a winter door is just a temporary door. It's just closing up openings so you don't get that cold air rushing through the home. And uh, it's a nice thing to do because it also secures the property a little bit more. But you're going to put on a winter door. And then the other thing you're going to do fairly early on is as soon as you are about to insulate the home or as you've insulated the home, you're going to bring the furnace out to the home. And we are actually gonna install the furnace and we're gonna hang it. So it'll hang up on the joists of the basement. And we do that because we probably don't have the concrete floor poured, but you wanna get some heat in the home. So you'll suspend the furnace. Now the house is already insulated, so most of that heat is going to stay in the home. Just because the house isn't done visually yet, it's, it's an okay time to put that furnace in because you're going to dry out the wood and you're gonna create some heat in the home and you're going to be able then to keep moving with your build and eventually do your drywall. And drywall needs a warmer temperature because you don't want any of that, what we call mud, which is what we use to um, cover up all the holes and the seams. Uh, we don't want that mud to freeze up and crack and fall apart and wreck your drywall. And this is a very critical phase of your home. If you don't have a consistent source of heat that house is going to, um, the drywall in the house is gonna turn out very poorly. So you wanna have 
the ability for that to um, basically cure very slowly. We want it to dry. Now, a lot of times there's more moisture in that home when we suspend that furnace because you know you still have that wet concrete coming out of the basement. There's thousands of gallons of water coming out of that that concrete basement. We are generating moisture running that furnace. So a lot of times it does take a little longer for the drywall as well. And sometimes we have to even open a window, even though we're throwing some heat out. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but you want to get that moisture released from the home. So that's the other thing that you'll do is you'll suspend that furnace. We talked about the covering hay in the basement. Um, a lot of times you'll have to bring the plumber out for that. So there's some additional cost for winter builds. There's no doubt about it. But again, typically the cost of building in the winter is a lot less than waiting until the spring as prices are generally rising on construction and on labor. So maybe $2,000, maybe 3000 at the most for a winter build. And a price increase on a home could be five dollars to $10,000 easily, depending on the market. So you are better off to keep building the home over the winter rather than waiting till spring and paying higher prices at that time. And usually at the end of the year, there are price increases from manufacturers and suppliers and you would end up paying those if you are building the following year. So it's usually cheaper to just build it through the winter. The other thing is that building in the winter is not a bad thing because typically builders are a tad slower. So a lot of times you're getting the better crews and you're going to get a little bit more of a quality build as those crews are um, the ones, the best ones always seem to stay busy. So, you know, you have access to that. The builders shouldn't be quite as busy. They can be a little more attentive to your needs and, um, you know, a lot of times when you get into the prime building season, you might have a builder building a whole bunch of model homes and all of a sudden they're breaking ground on all those and they're trying to get those built and they have customer jobs to do and you start waiting. And sometimes your house is just sitting and sitting and sitting. Whereas in the winter, yes, it might slow down the construction a little bit, but more than likely you're going to have, you know, a consistent amount of trades at the site uh, just because the workload is usually a little bit less. So those are some of the main changes that you would have during a winter build. Now, if you go into more of an extreme winter, you're going to see even more than that. So what's going to happen then is uh, you're going to be dealing with frost in the ground. And if you have an inch or so of frost, it's not a big deal. But once it gets really cold for an extended period of time, you can end up with 6, 10, 12 inches or more of frost in the ground. And that really affects your build. That's going to affect your excavation. When you dig your basement, you're not going to be able to bring a regular excavator in. You're going to have to bring in um, either a piece of equipment on the excavator. It looks like a giant pick, and it literally pounds um, into the ground to break up the frost, break up the ground, and then you swap that piece out, and then you put your, your bucket on and you dig your basement. Um, that's one way to do it. They have another uh, machine called a D8, and that basically um, it has got like this hook on the back and it, you basically hook it into the ground and you break up the frost over the building area and then you dig the basement. So that is more expensive to do those kind of things. It's very hard on the equipment and um, you know that can add you know $1,500 to $2,000 potentially onto the cost of the home to do that. But again, for timing purposes, even if, even if you look at your winter fees and some frost ripping, it's still going to be more cost effective to do that than to pay you know, prime rate in the spring with price increases. So a lot of times that has to happen. And, uh, you know, if we didn't build over the winter, the production level in our state, especially Wisconsin here, would drop tremendously. 
You do build all year round. Everyone's used to it. The trades are used to it. A lot of the guys like to work in the cooler weather because, um, you know, when it's really hot, that slows them down too. It's hard on their body. Sometimes working in the cooler weather, once you get moving and you're moving around, you don't really notice the temperature. Um, and as long as you're, you're staying active and move around, it's not a big deal. But again, if you get snow, wind, um, sub-zero temperatures, that's going to pretty much eliminate your working days. So that's the frost stripping aspect of building a home, and that's fairly normal. Obviously, you're not going to be able to do other activities in the winter. You know, like we talked about concrete work or pouring driveways, uh, asphalt, those kind of things do not happen in winter. You also won't be able to landscape. So if your home does get done over the middle of winter, it's not a big deal. But of course, you would have an unfinished driveway potentially and not finished landscaping. The other thing that you're going to have with the winter build, not a big deal, but you're going to have to plow your driveway, potentially even have your home shoveled out if we get a lot of snow. Again, not a big deal. A lot of builders will contract with a plow company or a landscaper and they will help you take care of that situation. And uh, it's just an additional cost uh, to have somebody clear the driveway. It's just like your home. If you can't get in and out of the driveway, um, most likely the contractors won't be able to as well. So that's something that needs to be done as well as have the driveway plowed. And, uh, you know, sometimes people think, well, I'm not living there. I don't need that done. Well, you still need access to it. So that's another thing that, that potentially needs to be done when you're building your home. And, uh, you know, most decent builders will have help uh, you in some way, shape, or form to get that work done to make sure that the site is clear and people can get into it. So those are some of the key differences on a winter build. Nothing major, nothing that's going to affect the integrity of the home. In fact, uh, I argue a lot of times that a winter built home is superior because of the stronger concrete, the better trades, those kind of things. So I would not be afraid. We're very comfortable. I've built both my own personal homes in the winter and uh, they were fine. They've turned out great. I've had very few issues with them, very few callbacks, those kind of things um, because the home is very solid. It hasn't settled as much. And uh, you know, you get, you get to you know, access to those awesome trades that are always busy. Um, they've got a little bit more room in their schedule during those times of year. So those are some of the reasons why you would want to build in the winter and what's involved with winter building. There certainly is a lot more technical things that we could get into. And I think that would be something that we will do with an expert down the road just to talk about some of the different things that they do. However, if you have further questions about building in the winter or would like to learn more, you can visit two different places. Um, you can visit the Home Building Hero Dot com website and you can send a request form on there for a question and we'd be glad to answer that either by email or on the podcast and the other way is to just visit uh, our building company's website www.bellmanhomes.com we have all sorts of blogs on there we talk about winter building and things like that in there as well so we appreciate you guys taking the time to tune into the home building hero we have tons and tons of episodes we're over 150 episodes talking all about building design Anything that you're looking for, we've got content on it. Pick up any episode you want, listen in, and we're going to give you a ton of great building advice. So once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.